Welcome to episode 210 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, Adrian and I are talking about tiny homes and just having some banter. Hope you enjoy. What's up, homie? <laughs> Literally, he's going to throw me into the thick of it. Yeah. I got a message today from a client, mm -hmm. a good client. And his message was... All clients are good. Yeah, no, we talked about this earlier. So I don't know if you have much to say about it, but just some, something I'm curious about. Uh, he said, does Doug Ford's new legislation affect the value of his property? This particular client has a rural property mm -hmm. with agricultural zoning, mm -hmm. not far from town, yep. kind of on the cusp of getting zoning, but it didn't recently. Uh, and this new legislation talks about easing the process for developers to be able to build more properties mm -hmm. and higher density, period. One of the ones, one of the things he has in there, which is interesting, is removing a number of the criteria that the conservation authorities have in determining whether or not they'll approve a development, which is big. Because if you speak with any developers, conservation authorities are not their friends. So do you think... So there's a whole lot of land, Ian. You want to shut off maybe the AC and the fan there? Yeah. Um, got the AC Are you getting cold now? There? Well, it's like fucking Christmas outside almost. Well. You're the one that turned quite. it on. Yeah, it was it's, hot in here. It's almost, it's nice so, out. So <laughs> um, a lot of land west of Tremaine Road. Yes. Anything near the Niagara Escarpment yes. is like a no-fly zone, basically. A For lot now. Of, a lot For of it. Now. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. For well, I think he, he tried to do this a long time ago, and it got, it got put aside or denied, whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he wanted to open up green space for yes. development. Yes. Um, the other part of it is... is a big one too, and that is uh, the higher density stuff, where mm -hmm. municipalities have to allow people to take a low density or medium density, whatever the criteria is, yep. and automatically allow higher density, mm -hmm. um, which is good. I think that's important. That's a good way to do it. But there's always this whole um, what's the acronym for people that not my backyard, not my what NIMBYs. Nimbies, not my backyard. Is that like a 10-year-old, 10 years ago thing? Oh, still very much the case. I mean, people want to put a, want... They, no, I mean the acronym. Who the fuck uses that anymore? I read it recently in an article. Did you? And in conversation. Because there's, I mean, there's development applications going up all the time. There was condos in downtown Main Street that were declined. That was Conservation Authority, ultimately, I'm pretty sure. Uh, because it's one? the ones that would have... Uh, been, I don't know the exact spot, but basically, you know where Sergeant Farms is? Yes. Right around there. But it's... Um, you said Main Street. Yeah. Right behind Main Street on Mill. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, there was an application in for a high rise. Yes. But it ultimately got denied. And I think the main reason was Conservation Authority saying no. Right, it's right at the Mill Pond and well, it's you know, also the Rotary Park and yeah, yeah, all but these it's, old homes. It's also a floodplain. No, but it's, yeah, but it's needed, right? Not like, right there. Of sure. 
Why not? Well, they're building. If you the, go to downtown Oakville, downtown Burlington, there's tall buildings everywhere, and everybody loves it. Yeah, all around the lake. Okay, well, that's our pond. The pond is our lake. Oh God. How is it any different? You go to the downtown core of anywhere and there's high rises. That's where everything is. It's central. It makes sense. You know, you've got the older part of Milton. And that's, sure, there's the buildings going up on Main and Brawny, where the old TSC used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know if you're proving my point or agreeing with me or not. You're just saying I'm just it saying should the be. the one on Mill Street is a stupid spot. I don't think so. I think it would be great for the local businesses. I mean, that's awesome for Main Street businesses. Imagine the restaurants. I mean, infrastructure needs some work, obviously, to accommodate it. But can you imagine if Mill you had Street a, never gets traveled? Can you imagine how it would be traveled if a building like that went up there? I think it would be great for the community. Yeah. Well, you'll be getting some messages from people that live uh, from the NIMBYs. Yeah, from from the NIMBYs. I mean, they approved Green Life. That's not f that far off. That doesn't bother anybody. That's right on Main Street. Yeah. I don't disagree with having stuff on Main Street. What's the difference if it's one street over? In that case, it's right on the pond and right around all these beautiful old historic homes. Right. Leave it the fuck alone. It's not really. That's well. That goes to my point as to why knocking down the TSC building right next to a train station, I or uh, uh, the train line, train, track, there, yeah. train tracks. I could care less. Put up is put up an eight hundred story tower there. I what don't about, care. Okay, what about right behind? Because we were talking about Victoria Street because there's a property there and a very nice property comparing it to ours that's coming up on the other side of Main Street, and we were talking about how I much prefer. Our listing that's coming up on Thomas because it's a better location. Coming up. By the, by the time this airs, it's sold. That's true. <laughs> uh, but I'm talking, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But uh, I, f and I feel like that area on the north side of Main Street is, not, it is more conducive to having buildings like this. Like, what about the old Robertson factory? Would you make that? A high rise? Sure. What the hell is along Brawny Street? It it's looks right like behind those historic homes you're talking about. But it's right on Brawny Street. It's not is, tucked right in the middle of... But I, Mill Street is kind of quiet and exactly. in need of something. No, no but like it's if in you, need of quiet. No, if you, it's not a nice street. Like if you look, you've got the dry cleaners... The big broken so up put parking some nice lot. low density with uh, um, live work kind of stuff in it. No, you need more people. That doesn't bring enough people. people. That's the whole point more is we need people. higher density. So if you can get a 20-story high-rise building in there. I would like to see you go to some of these town, town meetings when they bring in all of these NIMBYs that you... I'll stand unquote, up there NIMBYs. and converse with them. I want you to. What's that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, speaking of, I mean, that's a whole nother discussion in municipal elections. That's a big joke. Let's not talk politics. Okay. I don't even know where the discussion oh, it was about increasing development, making it easier for developers. Right. Did you know in the last quarter of 2022, like the most recent quarter, Yes. Not last quarter. We're in the middle of the last quarter. You know what I mean? Third quarter. 
You weren't uh, wrong. A hundred. Oh, in the most recent. In the most recent quarter. Got it. 122,000 immigrants to Canada. Did yeah. you know that? No, I didn't. I yeah. mean, it doesn't surprise me. With yeah. 122,000 immigrants. I'm sure a lot of those are from like Ukraine and yeah, among right. other places, but yeah, I see a lot of that, a lot of that in discussion. Yeah. These but, people are going to need a place to live. Yeah. But the interest rates has proven that that's These irrelevant. People are going to need a place to live. Yeah, sure. Going to make that a meme, Ian. These people need jobs. Um, what makes you assume that they don't have jobs? Because Steve Chiquetto got a lead yesterday on our Pattinson lease in Clarkson. And he said, hey, I'm from Ukraine. I've got a family of five. I don't have a job. And Steve Do said, they well, have money? No. So I they have no money and no job? Yeah. I uh, know another family. How did they immigrate here? That's why, uh, that's how they immigrate here. That's why they're here, because they need to get out. There are qualifications. You can't just no, say, they're hey, refugees. I'm, I'm, oh, well, that's okay. Different story. Yeah. But that's, I'm guessing many of the people you're, you're classifying as immigrants are refugees. Mm, I don't know the stats on who came here. I don't know what's involved. I just know 122,000 people came here and they will need a roof over their head. They're, and, they're living in basements. And there is a shortage of supply of well, you get, roofs over people's heads as it is. Yes, but clearly the affordability is a bigger factor. And people will make do with their current arrangements. I mean, there's tons of family, a lot of South Asian families where you've got multiple people, they move here together, buy one house. Was it you that was telling me we had an applicant for one of our rental properties that's like 600 square feet and five people are moving into it or wanted to move into it? Yeah. So I'm working with a good client of ours, his family Forget about specifics. From, from Malaysia um, are coming here for a year taking a course at sick kids hospital and they uh want to rent a place one plus den or a two-bedroom condo uh, within a reasonable distance of the hospital and there's five of them two adults and three kids all school-aged children i can't remember the oldest or i'm 10 or 12. um so i questioned them i i messaged my friend that you know, sent them because they're close. And I said, oh, yeah, I just found out that they want five people in the one bedroom plus den apartment. He's like, he laughed and said, yeah, they're used to small living arrangements. So I don't know what's normal elsewhere, but most landlords here would be opposed to that. Sure. They're not wear and tear on the place. Yeah. What the hell's the topic of this podcast? Well, it all circles back to more places making it easier to build to develop to have more places for people to live i think so you're talking about small places yes i am still a big advocate for tiny homes yeah of course i think tiny i i think we should get into building some sort of the first we should be pioneers of a new tiny home development okay i would be all over that define tiny Define tiny. Um, square footage. Like 250 square feet. How many people would live there? However many you want. I don't care who lives there or how many live there. Well, I mean, you have to take all this. If you build it, they will come. I mean, you want to build communities that are nice. Yeah. But I'm talking like even imagine taking like a... um. 
what do you call them? The shipping containers. Shipping containers. Yeah. I mean, that in itself is 250 ship, square feet. Yeah. You take, you build something like that. I'm not saying a shipping container per se, but something like that. Have you seen like the and you do, place? And you do like a Lego. Have you uh, seen Madame building on Ninth Line? Ninth Line or Tenth Line? Uh, That's made out of shipping containers. Oh, I heard about it, but like they keep sending emails about it, but I didn't, uh, I didn't know that it's already constructed. It's like a Madame's office. Yes. It's really cool. No, but they're actually doing something with urban. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So maybe they're, they're sort of the peachy to it. Yeah. They've been listening to the podcast. I think so. We did talk about this a couple of years ago. Yeah. During COVID. Well, and that's the whole point of the high density thing is making high higher density homes. <laughs> Fuck, we are brain which dead. Again, goes back to the condo on Mill Street. The, the, those sorts of things with hey, Tom, with uh, Kate, Doug, Doug Ford's. All you cool KT cats and kittens. Is that what you say? Yeah. Uh, what you is you add your... the and kittens, or are you just no. KT cats? Cats and kittens. Cats Do you say kittens. that? Okay. Cool KT cats and kittens. Okay. I'm stealing Ian's lines. Anyways, uh, would you live in a tiny home? Let's just say it's 250 square feet. No, they wouldn't. The average person would not. You know why? Why are you answering for our I'm audience? I'm just telling you the answer. Because they're... I think you're wrong. No, they take shit for granted. No, they I think you're think wrong. They think they deserve more than I think they, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong. So if you're listening or watching, please comment to tell Adrian he's wrong the and average. that you would live in a tiny home. No, on average, they wouldn't because... They're spoiled. Well, yeah, the average person, obviously, if you're looking at averages or people that are living in a 2,000 or a 3,000 square foot home now, they're not just going to uproot their shit and no. sell everything and live in 250 square feet. No, they're going to buy a bigger home because they think they need a bigger home. Well, there are stories about people doing that where they sell everything and, and they want it. to downsize. Elon Musk did. He sold all of his houses and he lived in a... A small house, like you're talking about, a shipping container. The guy's doing it for fucking publicity. Maybe. Or maybe I, he I just don't even doesn't, know if that's true. It is. He doesn't care about worldly possessions. And is that his only place of residence? I have no idea. No. I he bet goes you it from is. his little might, tiny shipping container to his fucking palace in Italy nobody knows about. Well, Please, give me a break. wife probably owns that. That's probably why he's in a shipping container. Whatever. I think you're wrong. I think there are more people. I think young people would absolutely live... Robbie, would you live in a, a 200 square foot tiny home? Yeah. He's, of course yeah. he's going to say yes. I, I'd be the guinea pig to see if the whole construction of it works. See, we have our first clients. What there do you mean you the go. construction of it? Like with a company you start where you start building them? Yeah. I'll, I'll test it out and make sure it works. He'll be, our, <laughs> he'll be the guinea pig, see? I mean, I'm not questioning. I'm I, saying on I'm average. average <laughs> okay, somebody, sure. somebody with kids, maybe they need... The 300 the, square foot yes, model. Yes, you have different models, right? Um, and you know what I would love to do is if these tiny homes yeah. had a rooftop, um, like you, you see where they build like a little forestry thing on the roof. Well, they do. Those? I think it's mandatory. For what? For things like high rises. They have to have green space, green roofs, stuff like that. But ones that actually generate, um, like it's a, it's it's its own ecosystem. Yes. Yeah. 
Right. And insulating factors. Yes. Among other things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so right. I think overall, I think maybe Doug Ford's new legislation, if it all goes through, will contribute to things like this. And contribute See, to things like... if you can build like, tiny homes in the, and make it stacked, so you're doing a you know what higher that's density called? in... That's also called a high-rise. <laughs> Just I clarifying. didn't mean stacked like stacked up. Stacked sideways. Like Lego. Yeah. Okay. And you do it in the escarpment. Okay. Like in the currently. How about underground living? I'd be all all over looking at that too. I've always had an interest in like bunkers. Even yeah. for like apoc- apocalyptic events. Stuff like that. Right. Apocalyptic events. Apocalyptic events. Right. Which we nowadays, from, you never know. We're on the fringe of, you know, push a button nuclear warfare. This topic is, uh, or this podcast is getting a little bit off kilter here. Yeah. Anyway. Would you live in a 250 square foot shipping container if it was nice, assuming it's nicely decked out? Yeah. And you probably park underneath. That's what I'm picturing. Shipping container, car, stairs. You don't have a car. You don't have a car. No, there's no such thing. You know, it'd be cool. Is if part of your shipping container home was a car? Was a car. Call the motorhome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that note, nice talking to you. <laughs> we definitely want to hear your comments on this one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching episode 210. Um, yeah, tiny homes, 250 square feet. Would you live in it?